0: Open to whatever this day may bring. Open to see it is all a blessing. Open to lay aside all expectations, all judgments sought out. hesitations Open To let go
1: Understanding is the most direct and powerful thing, because much of how we came into this is through misunderstanding, through ignorance and identity. And in the same way, they have to somehow Go. Just understanding comes again. That could it really just come down to, you know, where one puts one's identity, where where you um, center yourself as that's the position of where you're functioning from. Can that make such a difference? It can make a tremendous difference to whether you are living from a place of fear, which is based upon the body that you know something can arm you or end your life. Which is for most people carries a tremendous sense of reality about it. Even though you may have read books about you know the afterlife and written by you know respected um, voices and so on, it still doesn't really enter into our consciousness at a cellular level. You know, more 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 deeper than that seem to be just this ongoing, persisting, continuous feeling that. I am me. You see, I don't think any aggressive uh, techniques really get to it. I think understanding it, you know, makes tremendous, you know, pathways into freedom. Because just you, this simple. I have not found anything more simple and direct than rather than focusing on a fight or getting rid of something, more finding the truth about something. You you can see the difference. Don't get into a street fight with your mind, <laughs> because you you won't win, you know. Because already you're taking something which is not real to be real. You see, and you cannot kill the unreal. You can only see its unreality.
0: Sometimes in in periods where there's been a strong seeing, but there's there's so much energy there, and I I know in sometimes in such things with you and. If you've got a real fire it's it's like the whole of the cosmos is is speaking because that there's no limit there's no filter of identity you know? mm. and I, yeah
1: my singular advice if I really had to I like this type of way of talking because if if I if you say you know, if you had to put the gist of what you are trying to convey to us, just in in just in a tablet, what would be in it? You know, what would be in it? What would it really be? You boil it down. Stop identifying with anything, even with I. or at least see if you can find what I is. And even the one who is searching to find the I also to understand what this is. More than give you I don't believe in giving even three or four instructions. I don't think anybody carries them out. Unless at the mental level. But at a deep and profound discovery. Just to point to this. First that whatever you perceive on any layer and from any time frame, it can only be something that can be identified. And if it can be identified, it is effectively a kind of an object. It is not the subject. And it's not the object that is perceiving you. You're perceiving of the object, even an apparent sentient object. You understand when I say that, even an apparent sentient object, another human being who has sentience like you, still, they appear as object in you. Then who are you, the perceiving subject? Then you have to discover. Well, any objective flavor or objectivity about myself itself is also objective then what is the pure subjectivity, and can it be known? I know here is where a lot of people fall off the bridge or something. But it, it, it is it. You have to keep on, somehow This question has to grow on you. It has to grow on you until it becomes tame. For some people, like you you never ask a question like that. You, all the questions you ask, they are always objective. And they can be satisfied with objective, Answers or responses, like, you know, what is this? This is so and so and so, blah, 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 blah. Something feels satisfied, okay, next thing to look at. But this is not this. But what what is this thing? No. You can say, I know this, I know this, I know about this, I know what it is made, I know what this is, I know what this function, I know what you are in terms of how I perceive you, I know, I know, I perceive, all of these things. But I who perceive is what? And can it be perceived? This question, first, woo, it's like, wow, this. Uh, what do you do with such a question? But acquire a taste for it, because this question, as it comes into focus inside you, it begins to burn all the things which are not true. You feel it also. You feel that somehow your world is falling apart. It sounds a tragedy. It's the most beautiful thing happened to you. Because mostly your world is crap basically. <laughs> in the way, I mean your emotional or psychological world. My world is falling apart. So you are lucky. The world is falling apart. I don't know who I am, I don't know what I, I don't know my place. you know I, I can't say anything that is firm anymore. These are delightful things for me to hear. It says oh my God, greater and greater possibilities are opening up. Because when you know your world and you're you know really fixed in your world, there's no space, everything is accounted for. It's like you go on someone's land, and every part of it has got flowers and got something that's you know it's like they've been there, they've done that. That land has no power. Everything is sort of like being gardened, everything has been dressed. It's not like walking on some on, on a living piece of land that's earth, earth produced or something. If everything inside you has got a place. Everything in your world has lived somewhere and got a place. Please don't invite me there. I don't wanna go there. Some places you go to I used to go when I was a young boy, invited one of my aunties or my relatives' place. You go into their house. It's a show house. It's a show house. Even the furniture's still got plastic on it. (laughs) You know, because they don't want you to soil it or nothing. It's complete this is mine for you. And you sit there, you know always you make sure your knees are touching each other or something. You just you know. How are you going to relax in a place like that? So I don't want to go to a place like that. I don't want to go into someone's world presence that's like that, because it's not for anybody else but you, only for people to look. Your, your life is a showroom. Just look. Okay. Nobody wants to live in your house. It's too sterile. There has to be some space for some mystery. Some magicality, some unknown, something to explore, a surprise to be made, or something. It cannot be so predictable. Not some menu, or something. And as you begin to explore again your own, you know, your own. Un- unknowingness, like someone came to satsang and she said, I'm afraid of the unknown. Well, guess what? You are the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't fear that. You are the unknown. You don't know that you are the unknown. You think you are the known. If you are the known, you are not a very exciting land. If you are so predictable, my God, that's dreadful. It is so predictable. Maybe through our culture it feels like a strength, but it's a disgusting place. It has to be something that that you yourself are discovering. Mm. Parts of you are uncharted, unmapped territory. Mm. And the more you go, the more you find, This is something. Then you know, actually, how can I come to the end of me? If you can put down your whole life on two pages of A4 paper and think that's it, or something.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. We give too much importance to small talk and to small thoughts also. Little things uh, yeah. This thing is uh, I see this little thing and I'm just <pop> Throw it in the fire. Mm. Yeah, you know, Can you imagine to be so ruthless? Throw everything in the fire. Throw it. <laughs> yourself also. I do I throw myself
0: <laughs> in the fire.
1: You have to have some courage. Isn't it? To be willing to be pushed, to be taken to the edge of the planet and say <laughs> yes, push.
0: <laughs>
1: there must be something, no. To fresh up that oxygen inside or <sighs> something. And then you see that somehow, you know, we're waiting for like, like a big event and actually it's you. Undressed of all this culture and all this this life has turned you into a pet. <laughs> The inquiry somehow just undresses you of all that we have somehow, you know, layers we have put on around our being to make us appear to be presentable, acceptable, you know, plausible. But the simple, simple thing of feeling the sense of presence, which has no story to tell. Just the sense of presence. It has no story to tell. It has no future to chase. It has no past to be nostalgic about. Say, but, but who would be attracted to that? Something would have to put an attraction inside, a curiosity. And simply inquire into it. Who is here? Something is here. It's, it's amazing. Most people you start with a kind of like a a mystery, and you come you come to the fact. You come to a kind of fact. But this actually you kind of start with a fact. The fact is that all these things are perceived. So if they are perceived, they cannot be the essence in which they are perceived. You see? I can look at this microphone. How can I say, it's me? It cannot be me. What's the nearest thing I can say to me, in this hand?' Well, at least if it was a mutual relationship where I said, my hand is me, and my hand says, Yes, it is you. <laughs> but it says nothing at all. Does your hand know you? Mm. <laughs> or any other organ? Kind of know, Oh, yes, I belong to George. You know, it doesn't know anything. So it's looked upon. It's not studying you. So effectively, even that is the your objective representation or something. You can say like, if you want to say. It didn't say that. The mind doesn't. Say, the body doesn't say that. Something inside is saying this. It has to be somehow in all of this merriment, we're quietly dissolving or something. The part which is, which is all uh, uh, bunged up, must be dissolving or something. When you come to that point where the search for self, the question comes, but no, nothing arises to. To claim. who has come to this moment yet? A search for self. Who am I? Where where am I? What can I be? What is it? You see. And there's no landing place for this question. No nothing is putting its end up like this me. Nothing is found. Don't you feel something here goes? <laughs> Something. <laughs> because there is definitely some energetic functioning is present. But you cannot pinpoint what it can belong to. There is definitely a sense of joy and the perceiving of joy, and the perceiving of presence perceiving of presence have even a physicality to it but it has no shape hmm? the non-finding of oneself objectively produces some sort of energetic joy inside the body you know the cells are are singing somehow mm. isn't it <laughs> The person cannot be let. The person cannot produce that. It's like hitting a rock. Something opaque and flat and very much measurable. Has a weight and a size and a context. As compared with that which is which has no no nothing to catch. Fees is the only thing here, but it cannot be caught. And by whom could it be caught even? It is self-perceiving. And yet there is nothing to perceive. No thing. As this type of understanding opens up inside you, then things, they can just be what they are. Because there is nobody there to want to own them or to change them or to do something. They exist in that space, that beautiful harmony. Maybe harmony is already too packed with something. Emptiness, maybe, is not bad. Because they are a kind of emptiness too, like a form of emptiness, like a beautiful appearance of emptiness in form. And the perceiver of them also is without form, It's appearing as though it has far more. Open to whatever may come my way.
0: Open to be open to come what may. Open to open my eyes, open to see. Open to be free, open to be, open to the light of the love that shines, Mm -hmm. open to accept, open to I don't mind.